Isaac Hamilton, two-time Sweet 16 appearances for UCLA. Had that sweet stroke with the Bruins. Joining us on the podcast, follow him on Twitter at IsaacHam underscore 10. I'm on Twitter at Brian Fenley. Isaac, I know you've got a birthday coming up, and there's only so much you can do. So what are you going to do? Right. Uh, I'm very limited options. Uh, like I said, probably just something, something different. So I was talking to your buddy, Gerald Smith, the other day, and he said, bring up this summer run you had where you dunked on Tony Parker. And I want to bring up the clip that he sent me and basically show you just you planting one right in Tony Parker's face. How did that feel? Uh, no, it was great, especially Tony knowing who he is. He loves to talk, so I just felt like he deserved it that day, and uh, I'm glad that I was able to throw it in on him. Since that play, did you basically just call game and you ran out of the, the gym? That's what I've heard, is that you basically said it was over at that point. Right. I mean, if, if you can see the video, yeah, I dunked it, and uh, I just said it was over. Pickups over, everything. Headed straight to the locker room. <laughs> what excuses has Tony had when you bring that up to him, that play? Uh, one of the excuses, I think he doesn't consider a dunk on because he didn't jump. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I call it a dunk on. Sure. Now he was ragging on you for wearing these short shorts. And I know coach Alford was having some fun poking fun at you as well, but it seems to be a growing trend to, to have that. Why were you one that, that enjoyed flaunting the, the, the short shorts while you were at UCLA? I don't know. I, I think I just never liked baggy shorts, and I was always skinny as well. So baggy shorts, and I feel like, you know, putting the ball between your legs, all that, I always felt like it was interference with just <laughs> me playing. So, no, I just always hated it. And uh, – then you said it's growing. You see a lot of younger kids wearing them now, and uh, but I'm happy to uh, start that that trade that trade part. Absolutely, and you almost see kids roll it all the way up like it's a, like a volleyball spandex, and I think that might be a little bit too far. And I don't think you ever went that far, Isaac. But no, yeah, <laughs> you've got the style. Right, right, right. Yeah. I kind of left it just a little slightly above the knees. That's, yeah, that's, about it. <laughs> that's perfect, man. And I want to get into your, your, your childhood and, and that, that hoop in your backyard, you know, by the garage that they got so much usage out of it. How much usage with all of your brothers were you guys out there playing? I mean, night and day, um, especially in the summer, uh, we'll play – First thing in the morning to, to the sun was uh, till dawn. So um, it was just one of those things to where it just helped us get better. Um, and then a lot of great competition back there. I mean, Gary was my brother, Gary. He was great friends with uh, Marcus Williams. And he'll come out and play. And just a lot of guys who were older than I, and older than myself and my younger brother, uh, that would come and play. And we was playing, what, I was six years old, playing against guys who were 17 at the time. So 11-year age difference but it prepared me for for what's to come the Hamilton family is a basketball factory and it's beyond just your immediate siblings you've got cousins that are doing big things in college as, as well how did this all come about with you guys basically uh, taking over the game yeah uh 
I don't know about taking over the game, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, but um, you know, my uncle he played at the University of Texas El Paso. He uh under Don Haskins, um, and my dad and him they went to Crenshaw High School. Well, and then my dad played with Marcus Johnson as well. So, um, yeah. So I mean, just basketball has just always been there. Um, but it's crazy. One of our first sports was baseball. So that kind of, you know, basketball kind of trumped over baseball once I seen uh, my brother uh, attend the University of Miami. And then my brother Jordan, he took it a step further by, uh, you know, getting to the NBA. So I think that environment, you know, kind of, you know, showed my brother and I uh, that, you know, this, we could really do this professionally. And uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it'd be, you know, it, it becomes, and it became a reality for the most part. Daniel, your your other brother got drafted as well in the second round, and, and you've played in the G League. And you started out, was it at UTEP to help follow your 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 foot the footsteps of your uncle? And and then it basically you felt you know what I think I'd be better suited to be at UCLA. And obviously with with your grandma, you wanted to be closer to her. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, things didn't work out. Yeah, I wanted to be closer to home. And uh, it was unfortunate that I had to sit out that year. But I was just glad to be at home. And she got I, she got to see me play my sophomore year. And she passed during, like, postseason of, uh, of, of play. So once we got into uh, Pac-12 tournament is when she passed. But I'm glad she got to see me play. And, you know, that was one of her, uh, her, her many wishes uh, to see her grandson play, you know, basically, as I say, close to home. What do you think she would have thought when you dropped 36 against USC in her honor? Uh, she would have loved it, uh, knowing her. She loved baking, things like that. So she probably would have baked me a cake or something like that. Aww. Something, Yeah, something, something like sentimental. But um, I did it in honor of her. Uh, honestly, that was like a week before she passed, too. So, uh, yeah, and I, when, I, when I did that, so... Oh, after I'm, I'm sorry. After yeah. she passed, we after she passed. Um, so I was glad, you know, to do something in honor of her. Well, you continue to as you chase your dreams and continue to fulfill your love of basketball and, and do it professionally. And but back to UCLA for a moment. That your junior year was a tough year. And what did you take from that junior year? Because it seemed that. You used a lot of that in, in the trials and tribulations that when you got to your senior year and then you had Lonzo Ball and, and TJ and, and EK, that you just felt like you were ready to, to play a huge part and that that team your senior year was going to go pretty far. Yeah, my junior year, um, I think collectively as a team, we, we, didn't, we did poorly. We didn't make the tournament. Uh, it was probably first time in a long time for UCLA to not uh, at that time to uh, – not reach postseason, and uh, like you said, it was devastating. But uh, you know, I, I worked hard uh, to f coming in that summer, coming into my senior year, and uh, everything kind of took off from there. Then we had guys TJ, uh, you know, EK, and then uh, even Aaron Holiday. These guys, and obviously Bryce, like we we were the the core. Thomas Welsh, we were the core guys, and we kind of just took everything by storm and. You know, it was everything was in sync, and uh, it was like I said, it was easy to play with those guys. 
and uh, it it made it made my job a lot easier, for sure, as being a senior. Having Lonzo Ball on your team, I know he was, like you said, you've you've given him a lot of compliments as a player and and how he conducted himself off the court as well. But what about as a rapper? Uh, uh, he said it's not bad. Uh, I've heard a few of his songs. Uh, it's not bad. The production. Um, you know, I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> he's not he's not terrible, but uh, he would do that. And it's funny because he would do that sometimes in in uh, you know just in the locker rooms, really? spit a few bars. You know, he's a pretty talented. Would you join him? Nah, never, never, never. I I kind of keep out of that and just kind of let him have it. So you would just kind of laugh in the background? Just laugh and then just hear the guys, you know, just kind of chime in. But, you know, I, I was never a part of that for sure. It's totally understandable, Isaac. If you don't want to admit that you actually did participate, we will not judge you unless we will. But no, seriously, don't feel embarrassed. You can always admit if you did and you just were not that good. We know you're good on the basketball court. And we are going to continue to learn more about Isaac and his legacy and how he views it at UCLA. But first, we're going to pivot for just a moment. And I want to bring to your attention a great afternoon snack. And I'm talking about a health bar that actually is good for you and tastes great. And those are two things that don't always go hand in hand, right? It's either a health bar that tastes like crud or it's a bar that claims to be healthy, but really is just loaded with sugar. Well, see, that's not how it works with Built Bar. They are healthy. They taste great. They've got chocolate. They've got peanut butter, lots of protein, low calorie content, low sugar. And here's what you got to do. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get $10 off your first order. So use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. It's a great afternoon snack, something to supplement your food intake for the day, post-workout, whatever it is, BuiltBar.com. Now, speaking of what fuels us, it's Isaac Hamilton, and we're back with him now on the podcast. How do you think that your legacy is left behind at UCLA? Uh... I think, I, you know, I, I was always pretty a, a cool guy. I did not get along with anybody. Like, everybody, I feel like, liked me in, in a sense. I tried to be, you know, cordial to everyone. Um, and I just, that's, I think that's what matters to me the most. I think just character, really. Uh, I, I feel like I still go back and kind of talk to even the academic advisors and counselors. You know, I never gave no one a problem. So, I think, you know, I kind of left off, you know, on a good note, for sure. You left your senior year on a good note, Sweet 16, although I think you would admit you'd be one of the first to say that you, you thought that maybe that team could have gone farther. And what do you think held that team back from going further? I, it's obviously easy to look back now and think about it, but you guys had so much talent on that team, and, and that's not going to ever change. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of hard to say. I mean, we were just a talented team. I think sometimes, you know, I think we weren't invincible, but, you know, because we were, you know, we, we were taken down. But yeah, I think it's just, you know, um, I couldn't say, you know, it's just one of those days. And that's the, yeah. and that's just the irony of, uh, 
you know, especially the tournament, you know, it's a one game, you know, you can't play bad any game. You got to play pretty much perfect the whole tournament. And uh, I just think we kind of slipped up and it slipped out of our hands. But like you said, um, I think if we would have uh, beat Kentucky, I think our momentum four would have been, you know, like you said, heading towards that national championship run. Yeah. And look, you still did so many great things that year. So don't want to, don't want to take away from, from what you did and that, what that team did. And so following UCLA, you go and you play in the G league a bit. And and now you, you late, the the latest stint was in Cyprus. How did you land in, in, in Cyprus of all places to play professional basketball? Oh yeah. Uh, my first two years in G League, I mean, it didn't go too, too well. Uh, so going overseas, kind of had to start from the beginning. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that I, you know, kind of started there at Cyprus. Met a lot of great people. You know, it's something different. Um, but uh, actually, I have uh, my, my agent, Todd Ramazar. He, you know, he was an agent. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, he played at UCLA. He was a UCLA basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, he was like, you know, this will be a good start, you know, starting here. and. And that's kind of how I, you know, transitioned to to, to Cyprus. Um, but like you said, yeah, it was it was a great experience. Uh, obviously, the COVID nineteen kind of prevented you know the season to, to continue. But um, like you said, it was it was fun, um, and I'm just happy to see what's next. What was the biggest culture shock when you uh-huh. first stepped on foot in Cyprus? Uh, oh. Uh, I think driving on the left-hand side of the road. Yeah, okay. Definitely is definitely different. Um, you know, made a few mistakes, especially when I'm trying to U-turn. I think I was on the wrong side before. I was seeing a bus coming towards me, and I oh, heard, yeah, it was crazy. I had, I had heard been switching to the other lane. Uh, kind of forgot. But, uh, yeah, I think that's one of, one of many of the, of the culture shocks for sure. Then you got the news that obviously COVID came in. So then what did you do next? Because I'm sure that priority number one was to get back to, to your family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that was, that's, that's, that's definitely what, you know, the organization did too. Um, they, uh, once they found out, especially once they found out the NBA was, uh, was can- or postponing their season, sure. um, they did the same thing and uh, kind of sent everyone home that 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 following that following day. So, um, like I said, I'm, but I'm glad to be home, safe, um, you know, and uh, COVID COVID free for you know COVID free. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely, I'm knocking on. We're all knocking on wood here. What about looking forward? I know that basketball is in your future, and you have so much talent to show for. So. How, I mean, with, with a lot of these gyms, it, it, I, I, man, I was walking by this park and they, they take down the rim and there's no, you know, they're, they're like trying to stop people from even just playing around just leisurely, you know, at the park basketball. So how are you staying like in shape so that when that time is ready, you, you are ready? Uh, I have a bike, so I do my bike rides, um, kind of jog around the neighborhood, with the mask on. Um, and things to, like things like that. I think back the backyard is, has a little bit more room. Yeah, uh, my brother and I kind of do two dribble max. You can't do more than that. We'll play like a little bit one on one. Okay. Um, and that's kind of about it. I kind of do my like calisthenics. You know, just you know, just the, the simple things. I think that reverting back to the simple things sometimes isn't a bad thing. So you know, um, but that's kind of how I'm taking advantage of this time right now. 
What I can almost guarantee, Isaac, is that you've also been able to take advantage of using the hoop that is attached to your garage in the backyard, having all of your brothers out there and playing. And now my, what's really on my mind is who's winning these games, these one-on-ones with your brothers or two-on-twos, because I want you to spill the details. Like, and I want you to be honest with me here. How many of these games are you actually winning? We're going to find out next. What is the the level of smack talk and sibling rivalry that takes place when you guys as brothers are out on the court in the backyard? Right. Uh, I think it's my younger brother, Daniel, who's, who does more of the talking because I, obviously he's the youngest. Does he, he back wants- it up, though? He backs it up. He backs it up. Okay. But sometimes I put him back in his place. Um, <laughs> you know, just to show him who's big brother. But Yeah. Uh, you know, it's fun. It's, it gets competitive, and the most important part is we get each other better. So I'm happy, happy to do that. My last question for you is this other business that you're doing and, and you're being a part of. What is this? Yes, it's a cookie business. I, um, me and my girlfriend, she also played basketball at UCLA, uh, Kelly Hayes. Um, and we just kind of uh, – this is one day we, we were making cookies, and I'm like, man, these cookies could be sold. So we just kind of got the blueprint and, uh, you know, did everything, you know, to register to, to be a, le- a legalized business. And, wow. Yeah, so um, it's, 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 it's going right now. People order, especially during this time, uh, you know, with Postmates and sure. whatever as, you know, we make sure we're safe when we deliver with the sure. mask and gloves. But, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great cookie. It's a cookie is the name of the company. And uh, yeah. yeah, what is it? Is it, do you have a website so people can, can check in that website is on the work in the works right now. Okay. But okay. Do, uh, Twitter is at, it's a cookie. I at it's a cookie. Okay. A-K-O-K-I-E. And then it's LA and both for Instagram and Twitter. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people will be, will check that out. And Thanks for doing this, man. This this was fun, and I'm glad to hear that you're winning most of the one-on-one battles at home against your brothers, as it should be. And that's there's no no debating that. Right, right, none for sure. And he'll be the first one to tell you. Yeah, Isaac Hamilton on the program. What a player he was and continues to be. And we really do appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.